In this week's episode, questions from Instagram, the USAPL leaving the IPF, one-handed squats, how to adjust form after recovery? Adjust form after surgery, though. Find out this week on Talk My Back. And it's like... Come on, Anas. Come on, Anas. Oh, okay, we're done. We're done with that. Okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. Uh, never again. Abud, 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 One hand, one hand. Welcome to another episode. Oh, Josh, I know we're done with that. Okay. Oh no, no, we're not. We're not done until I say we're done. Yes, sir. Okay, welcome to another episode of Chalk My Back. <laughs> I feel like I already introduced that, so I don't know why I said welcome. That's okay. Let's get into it. We asked questions on Instagram. If you're not following us at Chalk My Back, you should, because then we'd get an opportunity to answer some of your questions in the future. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel like my, my, <laughs> yeah. my laptop is still lagging. That's why. We're not answering all the questions that are happening in the group chat. I'll tell you that right now. No. Just a heads up. I mean, some of them seem pretty nice. Yeah, but not there's so many. Some, I mean, of course, of course, not we, we, we want options. We, we, can, want options. we can save them for later. You know, yeah, okay. I like the okay. one with um, they don't know they're getting baited. The misspelled ones. I like the misspelled ones. Listen. So my my this is probably one of my one of my favorite uh, topics that we cover on this podcast, because I love when people ask us questions, because that means that they have trust in us that we're going to give them some some quality answers, which isn't always the case. We give nothing but quality on this podcast. What are you talking about? Truth. Come on. Come on, Arby's. Come on. We talked about Whataburger for a whole 10 minutes. And it was beautiful. It was it was absolutely beautiful. I hope that helps somebody out in their everyday life. But I, I do I do like this segment a lot because it really gives us an opportunity to connect with our audience. And it being a podcast that's recorded and put out on a separate date, we don't always get that engagement. So I do... I do like this a lot. All right. What are the topics we got going on? Do you want to go over like the biggest one? Yeah. Like the, the USAPL? We, we're definitely going to talk about the USAPL IPF beef. We're definitely going to talk, talk about that. Should we talk about what the other questions are going to be? Or should we just kind of leave them until uh, we get to them? I mean, Abud wants to know about the one-handed squat. We'll, we'll just leave them, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I'm probably going to cut that out because I don't think anybody else is going to understand what that no. is. <laughs> no. no. I think we should keep that out. Yeah, we'll, just we'll, we'll give okay. you the backstory. We'll give you I'll the give backstory. that. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But just, yes. My joke stays in. Yes. We have can, so many inside jokes. that yes. just, You can plug your channel, your Genetics Don't Count channel. No, There's a video over there. For reference, <laughs> I'm gonna plug a video from four years ago for like <laughs> yeah for the for, hey, go make sure to make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> I mean, if yeah. people want to know like that, where where the one handed squat came from, that video is no, gold. I, that, I don't think it's in there, is it? What do you? No, it's not in I there. Watched the video last night. No, but it's it, not. It's got it's got more content of him. You know, doing it has the, a boot in it. Yeah, doing yeah, the pit chalk while vaping. So yeah, that was a different time. <laughs> We're definitely going to, okay, so what question kept popping up was what's going on with the USAPL and the IPF and what our thoughts are on the whole drama beef situation. So, I, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. I, to give some backstory on what's happening, if you may not know what's going on, is that the IPF, the International Powerlifting Federation, in their 2021 anti-doping policies, they stated that all nations at every level have to be compliant with the world anti-doping agency policies. And since the IPF governs the USAPL, the USAPL has to comply. USAPL is upset about that because world anti-doping agency policies aren't cheap in order to be compliant. Um, They were complaining about the cost of testing going up, They were complaining about uh, therapeutic use exemptions um, and how that may be uh, taken into account. And also, records won't be tested unless they're included in the the test plan designed and implemented uh, by outside agencies. Um, And there just seems to be a a lot of talk about the costs going up for the USAPL and whether they can manage that, which I totally get. I mean, it's already expensive as is for lifters. So mm-hmm. the, the solution that they proposed to keep the testing like up to standard 
was either one, the lifters would have to like pay a lot more out of pocket to um, get tested, right? You know, so the cost of, um, I guess, drug tests, yeah, meats would go up. Or uh, the solution that, I don't know if it was the USAPL put forth, but they wanted to, I don't, I don't think the USAPL said it, but they wanted to get rid of drug testing at the local level to be able mm-hmm. to reserve the drug tests for those at the higher level. So that's, that's if they follow whatever mandate, like whatever the IPF is suggesting, like they're, so, I mean, for reference, how much how much is the cost going up by like i know it's going up by what is it 10x or 20x yeah yeah so yeah yeah i don't know what the cost is in dollar figures but it's been it's been reported that the usapl claims that the cost per testing unit will go up uh 20 fold so it'll be a 20 time increase in their cost uh per test which means that it'll result and overall, fewer tests being administered, which I think right now annually it's about twenty five hundred tests that the USAPL run. Uh, that'll drop to around two hundred. Right. So, like, I guess, like, if you, I think like there's a good podcast. I mean, for people who want like more in depth details with um, the USAPL president, it's mm-hmm. on the two white two white light podcast. Yeah. Um, they they covered like everything you want to know. Um, but like, I guess. A couple of, like his main points were like the USAPL problem with with like with the inc- with the increase is like they will they will go from the drug tested like the drug tested federation in the USA in in the US to now like since they're only going to be able to test like only two hundred tests a year like it'll go from the tested to untested it's, it's, it's untested now like at that point like it's untested yeah. and that's and that's against their values yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So it doesn't make sense for for them to stay under the IPF if if their biggest goal, yeah, like, like they're drawing, like that's the whole that's the biggest thing that they say, like oh, yeah. we're tested, we're the yeah. we're the best tested federation. Yeah, yeah. So like if they're if they're unable to test as many lifters as they as they can, just because IPF is raising the the testing prices by twenty times, which is like that's 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 insane. Like you're not going to be able to test anyone. Um, so at that point, like the USAPL is just like any other federation, like there's, they're not any different than the untested. So, I mean, at that point, it's like, it's like, well, well, what should they do about like the drug testing, right? Do they yeah. keep it uh-huh. around? Do they try to comply with IPF. Um, and we're, you know, the main, the main point of this is just to ask our opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, if the USAPL left the IPF, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not at the competitive level where I'm breaking records and I want them to count on a national or inter, uh, international level. Like yeah. I, I, I really could care less. Like I mean, the testing makes it more of like an even playing field. Yeah. Um. So you're not, te- you're not competing against, I mean, Abe, you remember that meet at Metroflex where you competed against. Gorilla. Yeah. Let's so reflect like- on that. A little bit. <laughs> you know, I did compete against the silverback gorilla. I didn't have any chance of winning first place. I, I got second, which the difference between our total and his total was um, a, a very competitive your total. total. <laughs> was your total? Was <laughs> my total? But, but I like I still had fun. I did, I, I I would do that again. Um, yeah. And again, again, I think it depends on the perspective of the lifter. But from my perspective, from somebody who's just a casual uh, competitor who competes that meets not for the expressed interest of, of breaking records. Like I don't care. I think it, it, it depends. Right. So you, you have to look at it from your perspective and then from someone's perspective that is at that high level. Right. So let's say the USAPL does break off from the IPF. Right. Well, one thing that's really going to change is there's no direct kind of pathway to international competition anymore there probably someone probably would take over that path but it wouldn't be as streamlined as it is right now like it wouldn't be as good and um if you look at it from like the perspective of you know just a casual lifter yeah there's i mean drug testing is it's it's not like a big deal to most casual people but like anas said it it gives you a little bit of security to know that you're, you know, on an even playing field 
whereas you don't get that in other federations. So, I mean, the two white lights, I mean, they have an Instagram page and they, they had a poll about like asking this same questions. Like, do you guys care if they, if the USAPL leaves the IPF or do you want the USAPL to leave the IPF? And like, I think it was like, like a 95% like or more like for the USAPL leaving, like everyone wants the USAPL to leave. Cause people are just going to compete where their friends compete. Like I'm not like if everybody who I wanted to compete alongside switched to the USPA, I would compete at a USPA meet. Like that's just how it is for me. And um, I would be, wa- I would wager based off the results of that poll. That's how a lot of other people look at it as well. Like it's just based off of where my friends are competing. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's for you. I think for someone like for people who are um, trying to like win nationals or a little bit more competitive, like they're looking for competition um, let's say like, like I think Sean and Russ were talking about it. Like they're going where the competition is going. So like if you have like the top 10 lifters competing in, in a, in the USBA or like the top five, let's say going and the, going to the USB, USBA, like the, the rest will go there. But if you have like the top lifters still competing at the USAPL, like everyone will go where the competition is. The USAPL is way more competitive than the ipf We're, the, the only the oh, only man. thing we know is it's it's gonna be 20 times more expensive yeah, or whatever time whatever man, whatever figure like, it is if, if y'all want to talk about like just the drug testing protocol like dude we can get super in-depth into that like that's so i know dude for I, like, maybe we should do some research before beforehand too yeah. bro i did research right now you saw <laughs> i did it yeah I you, did, it you, you were reading it right now <laughs> You're doing, I, you're, doing your research. Research all time. You're, you're doing your research right now. <laughs> everything I read, everything I said, I was reading, and you had no clue. You had no idea. I, I you tried I tried being you less no idea. I tried being less mean about it. Anas was just like, you don't get it. I tried yeah, being Anas like, was like I was like you, I can't have my own opinion. I was like, hey, no, 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 it's not it's not about having your own opinion. It's like your opinion fact. is yeah, there's facts and there's opinions. I'm giving you a fact, and you're telling me your opinion about like you don't. You, I mean, you don't. <laughs> okay, whatever. One-handed squad. Anything else on us? Anything else you want to say on this? Yeah. Gosh, gosh, and us. Gosh, dude. Why, why do you? Why do you always have to disagree, disagree with me? Like I don't get it. Because I love you. I hate the USAPL and, and IPF drama. <laughs> on it, yeah, dude. It's so it's so unnecessary. Like that. Like let the USAPL handle it. Like. What the hell? Like I, I don't know. Off the IPF. Oh, I'm keeping that though. <laughs> yeah, Sending keep it. that one. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> keep it. People okay. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff at the international level is messed up. Like, okay, question okay. time. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Oh God, rapid fire. You want me to go? We have. We spent an hour on this. We're like, I want to spend 15 minutes. We spent an hour yeah, on it. You, so you funny. wanna? Yeah, you gave that that person their own personal like podcast. Good job, team. <laughs> Don't, guys, you have to really. I'm going to cut out probably like 30 minutes of that. So you, just, you should, you should. I, I honestly, I'm gonna I, cut out. Honestly, I just lot. wanted to like to go. Uh, I was, just, I was gonna say like, oh, well, we're gonna. I was gonna cover it for five minutes, then like say like, oh, there's this podcast. Like it goes over everything, and then I set yeah, you like, off. Yeah, yeah, and like, and you're good. Like we're just gonna give him, give him like a brief answer, like for 10 minutes, and just give I, him like if they want more information, go listen to that. Well, yeah, we exactly. had, well, we had to talk about this for like. Well, because we're just talking like normally. This is how we would normally talk. And yeah, we would fight. We don't. We don't talk. <laughs> get over here, Nas. All yeah. right, let's do okay, some let's rapid fire off. questions. Okay, okay. Abud wants to know how to perform the one-handed squat. Well, you got to have a you vape. Don't. You have to vape in the other hand. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> you need a vape, and you need. Um, <laughs> you, need you need no you coordination. Need, you need a rack. You need a rack. With the safeties up high, yeah. Ooh. Put 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 weight on the bar that's a little bit too much. Not a <laughs> lot. Not like way too much, but just a little bit enough to make you nervous. So, <laughs> so you have to tell the backstory, Abe. Okay, the backstory behind this question is that uh, Abud, a longtime listener of the podcast, had one time in college while failing a squat, to taken one hand off the squat bar. And we can't remember where exactly he placed that hand to help him get up, but he either placed it on his knee to help him uh, push himself up out of the squat, or he put it on the rack in front of him to make sort of like a proxy uh, Smith machine in order to help him 
uh, complete the squat. So that that is the origin of this question. We felt it was necessary to include it to make everybody included into this inside joke now. <laughs> and that goes to show you that no matter what question you ask us, we will answer. We're gonna answer it. So he was squatting, and like it was a little bit too heavy. It was, it was probably like six hundred pounds. So he had to take his hand off of the bar. Is what you're saying? The bar started like helicoptering. No, let's let's say it was nine hundred pounds. Let's give him some credit. Let's yeah, give him a some lot. Credit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question. Uh, can okay. you PR on wash weeks? On uh, no. I mean, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, maybe. Okay, so, so, okay, so the whole point of doing a washout week or like a deload week or a pivot, whatever you want to call it, is yeah, like you want to get rid of some fatigue, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So why would you go fucking max out on your <laughs> so washout mad. week? He's so mad. No, no, no. To be fair, he didn't, he, didn't really, he didn't really max out, but he felt really good and yeah. he hit like one of the big top seven. He hit a PR on his well, I, guess, I guess you can if you stay within the RP. Uh, yeah, I guess if you just happen, you know, you could you can max out. You can have a PR on other things. You can PR like on uh, dumbbell curls, or no, he, no, he, he PR'd on his low bar squats, like his complex. Well, I'm, I don't want I don't want that bad apple to influence our lifters. So <laughs> okay. you can PR on other things. Terrible PR apple, terrible on a good book. There you go. Say like, didn't I would ask another question? Oh, the the serious question is uh, adjusting form after recovering from surgery. Okay, so first, I mean, what kind of surgery is it? Like, I think he had he had some knee issues, so I guess we can talk about that. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it de- first of all, it's going to depend on what injury it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to your doctor. If we can talk about his, it was more of like a knee knee surgery, I believe. Mm-hmm. So what What do you guys think if he if he wants to squat and deadlift? I've had uh, people come back from from injuries, and after after surgery, the main thing is to you know follow the doctor's. Uh, guidance when it comes to what the recovery can look like but um what i've done is just help incorporate some uh gradual progression starting off with like just basic bodyweight squats or just even just leg bends to help keep mobility um as much as you can you know getting to the threshold of pain and then just trying to find trying to push that threshold slowly by slowly um and then if it's after that, and you're back into the gym, you're able to stand up, you're good, you're off your crutches, uh, then really taking the time to work your way slowly and just focusing on movement, prioritizing movement over weight. Yeah. To add on that, you know, just slowly start to add tolerable movement. You know, uh, movement's key in the case of uh, rehab and recovery. So, you know, the faster you can kind of get mobile and start you know moving your knee again will help the scar tissue from forming breakup adhesions all that stuff um like gabe said start slow so start with stuff that's you know fairly easy uh give yourself some time to work up to uh i guess quote unquote normal so don't be afraid to do other things while you're trying to build up that tolerance to get back to normal and, um, you know, don't push yourself too hard. Just keep riding out the recovery wave until, you know, stuff starts to feel better. And then slowly ease your way back into uh, normal training. Mm-hmm. That could be applied for maybe other, other injuries as well. But yeah, I think it's, it's like it's a lot of building tolerance, building toler- tolerance to weight and building tolerance to those like those joint angles. Like if you're if you have trouble with knee flexion. Like if you're if you if your knee starts hurting with like twenty degrees of knee flexion, um, you kind of want to slowly um, build tolerance and kind of get it to like 30, 40, or fifty degrees of knee flexion slowly. Then once you kind of regain or or kind of desensitize your your joint to this to this range of motion, you can start loading it a little bit more and slowly. Yeah, like you kind of have to build tolerance like over time. And then the mental barriers of trying to come back from an injury could be pretty tough. You just have to buy if you if you've taken everything else into account and you understand the process that we've laid out, then the mental barriers, although they they'll pop up every now and again, they shouldn't be a deterring factor. But it's when people try to do too much too soon is when yeah. they really start getting discouraged. And I think someone like Joey, I think Joey had a post about um, kind of what tools Joey win. Yeah, Joey he was on the podcast. You know yeah. that, right? Shout yeah, he posted Joey. some. He, he posted some tools, kind of like if you're if you're trying to squat, but you can't do like regular, 
regular squats, you can do a box squat to mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this this depth or like above parallel. Then like yeah. like on there like in, after two weeks, you can lower the box a little bit, or you can use pin squats. You can use he had a lot of options. You can use tempos. There's a lot of options, a lot of tools you can use um, to kind of build that tolerance slowly. Push um, that threshold. Yeah. Or build the threshold. Yeah. I think it's just like, it's it's the same as anything else. Like you want to, um, if you're, if, if you're after the surgery, you can only squat like the bar. It's like, okay, I'm going to shoot for like the bar is 45 pounds. Like I'm going to shoot for like 50, 55 pounds, like the next session. And if you can only squat to this depth, like, okay, I'm going to try to squat like a little bit deeper, like a couple inches deeper this time, next session. Like, it's just going to be a gradual, um, progression Mm -hmm. and you can, and you can definitely use those tools like the box squats or the tempos or, Mm -hmm. and you can, you can, um, you can refer to that, to that post Joey made. Yeah. Or you can refer to our old episode with them listen to the episode where we had joseph win on the podcast shout out joey all right next question uh where do we see ourselves in five years who asked that question who asked that question who asked that question <laughs> Give me oh that was that was uh lewis oh lewis oh oh, oh, oh yeah Lewis asked that question okay. where do we see ourselves in five years we can't, we can't, um we can't be mean to him i guess no, we can't be mean to Lewis. Lewis, Lewis is he's precious. We need yeah, to protect him with everything we nice. have. I love Lewis. Yeah, I think in I think in five years, I would have competed maybe at least three or four times more than I you know like I would have competed at three or four times in the next five years. And I think I see myself coaching a few more youngins. I like I like the idea of coaching um, young lifters because I do also like mentoring them outside of lifting. Uh, hopefully, I'm a, a smarter, more clinically active chiropractor. Uh, maybe have my own practice that has a gym built into it. I've kind of played with that idea since like starting school. So hopefully, five years is enough time to see that through. And then powerlifting-wise, I really want to get into equipment. Like I've also been playing with that idea for a while now. And I don't know, I just, I like living on the edge, powerlifting, and that seems kind of fun. So getting a new equipment, putting up some uh, numbers there, yep, that's my five-year goal. Maybe between that time and uh, starting the practice, squatting 500, that's been something I've... Oh, you can can do that, buddy. Yeah. You can do that right now. You can do it today? I don't know. Maybe not today. (laughs) Oh, tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. And journey to 500 squad. Mm, okay. So I guess for my lifting in five years, I'd see myself as a, I think I'm, I'll be moving up a weight class. I'll be an 83. <gasps> I mean, that, that could be even sooner. Um, oh, I can yes. see myself, I, I see myself trying to be more competitive. Like I'll be trying in five years, I'll still be chasing progress. Like I'm, I'll still be trying to be the best lifter that I can be. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, the goal is like, is the the goal is always to make progress. Like, I want to squat over six hundred, whatever. As as eighty three, like, I want to bench like four four fifty. Or I, I have a lot of like goals as far as uh, as lifting goes. Uh, for like for for my coaching in five years, I'll have. I hope I'll have like a full team, a full team by then, and maybe even. Um, since I have a lot of local lifters, like maybe even have our own spot, like our own, uh, like a small gym for, for the team. I think that would be kind of cool. But yeah, and maybe if things don't work out too well, maybe I'll go back to school. So it's just it's just up in the air. I'm not really sure. Nice. Okay, nice. Yeah. All right. Next question we got from Fez wants to know how to keep up with the gym while traveling and or fasting i'll answer the first part of that question and then we can answer the second part the first part about trying to keep up with the gym while traveling is you have to have a plan you have to if you're going if you're traveling for pleasure you have to have the expectation that you probably won't go to the gym but if you are you have to know what gym you're going to go to 
even if you're traveling for business or any other circumstance, um, you have to know if you're going to train at a facility that's going to have everything you need. So you might want to Google ahead of time and find areas around where you'll be staying, get a membership, get like a, you know, a, a guest membership for the time that you're going to be there. And if you have the time to dedicate, you probably shouldn't have any issue uh, hitting the gym as you would. But if you're going to have time constraints, you have to adjust your plan. You have to uh, adjust your programming to know, hey, you may not hit every day of the week. So when you are in the in the gym, what are you going to do? You have to have a plan so you can optimize as much time uh, that you're going to be spending there as possible. Depends on your goals. If you're going to be competing soon, you'll want to prioritize the main lift. If you're just kind of in a general uh, strength building phase or you're just kind of just in a general gym going phase, uh, then prioritize uh, maybe higher rep uh, compound movements in order to get the best bang for your buck. Um, that's kind of a, a short and sweet answer for me. Yeah, I think um, I, I keep referring videos and people. I think someone who yeah, don't listen a, to our podcast. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean I'm, I'm going to give people <laughs> like like a thing. Like I'm going to refer them to some good content if there is something available somewhere else. I think someone like Brandon Campbell um, covered that that topic. He um so if you don't know Brandon he um he used to he used to powerlift more more competitively like more actively um I don't know what he does now but he he used to travel a lot for work too so um from what he said he would um it's like if he if you know your schedule ahead of time like if you're not gonna be going to New York like on this date um like you have everything is kind of set ahead of, ahead of time so you know where you're gonna be at what time. Um, so what he would do is like, he would look at which hotel he's going to stay in or like which locations he's going to stay in. And like, he would Google, like, like Abe said, like he would Google like the, the gyms around him, and like, he would see which one has the equipment he needs. And like, he would call him ahead of time and, uh, tell him like, okay, like, do you have, can I buy a pass for this date? So I think it's all, it all comes down to planning and kind of seeing where, I mean, the internet, I mean, you can find everything online so you can just. Look up where you're gonna where you're gonna go, if there's anything close to you, um, and just call people and just call those gyms and plan ahead of time. So the next part of it is keeping up with the gym with um, fasting. I don't have any experience with that, but y'all do, so you can cover <laughs> that. So there's two there's two ways to answer this one as well. So fasting from the perspective of like intermittent fasting, I know a lot of people do like to uh, fast. Uh, intermittently throughout the day so they'll not eat in the morning when they wake up uh, and then they'll eat at a later point in time so like they'll have breakfast later in the day so they'll train in the morning while they're fasted and that's difficult for a lot of people because it it's draining um, and you don't have you know you don't have as much energy as you would if you had a, a full belly yeah. and for people who are um, observing the religious month of Ramadan they are also are fasting for an extended period of time. They're, they're fasting from the point at which uh, the sun goes down, or excuse me, from the, which the sun goes up until the sun goes down. So they're fasting for a longer period of time throughout the day. And in either case, if you're wanting to get a training session in while fasting, um, you'll want to make sure that you are aware of your limitations so if you know you're going to be fast you're going to be uh, going to the gym earlier on in your fast and you won't be hitting you won't be getting a meal uh, for a few hours after you finish the gym um, you want to make sure that you are uh, mindful of how that may affect your performance um, and you'll want to be careful because you don't want to push yourself too far uh, to the point of exhaustion um, or maybe even potentially passing out um, so be careful. From experience, uh, I found that it's not as taxing as you may think. Um, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot easier than you might give yourself credit for. Of course, during the month of Ramadan, people won't be able to drink as well, so that will also put an added stress on your on your training session. If you <laughs> maybe are training at Metroflex where there's no air conditioning, um, but if you're in a climate controlled area, it's a little bit better. Um, it really is not. It's not that much different. Um, you'll feel you'll feel uh, more shredded. You won't get as much of a pump because you won't have as much glycogen uh, in your body. But um, take your time. Just be be careful with what you're doing, 
and just treat it like any other training session. Just if you put your mind to it and you and you tell yourself it's going to be a good session, regardless of your facet state, it's going to be a good session. Nice. Uh, I like that going in with a with a good mentality. I think that's good. But I mean, I think with it also depends. Like, are you going to eat? Are you going to train while fasting? Or are you going to train after you break your fast? Mm. Um, so like if you're gonna train after your break or fast, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think you have to do anything. No, it's the same you thing. You don't have to adjust anything. And with the intermittent fasting, like it's it's a little bit more flexible, so you can um, kind of set your schedule. Like if you want to train again, like if you want to train fast, why why intermittent fasting, or do you, if you want to train like after you had something in your in your body, so you can set your like eating window to where like to where it fits your schedule. So like that should yeah. be pretty easy. Um, but with like break your fast while you're training if you can or immediately after your yeah. training session. So what I do, I usually go to the gym um, like an hour before before I break my fast. And like I would start kind of warming up, getting ready to squat. And like I might do like some sets of squatting um, before I break my fast. Then like I would break my fast. I would, I would mainly just hydrate. I would just kind of get a lot of fluids in me. Then kind of eat a little bit. But kind of I would eat my food after I finish my squats. I don't know if that's something you would like if mm-hmm. you can do. Um, yeah, don't stuff yourself. I mean, if that's, you're that's, that's breaking what's your been, fast. Yeah, I would focus more on fluids than like get your food in later. Next question. All right. Uh, how do you balance a gym with the relationships, nutrition, and work? Ape. Did you say ape or ape? Ape. 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 Go ahead. Answer that one. <laughs> oh. That's all you. That's all you and and uh, uh yeah, Josh yeah. has a relationship. Josh yeah. is also in that same boat. Yeah, I'm I'm not in that boat. I don't know how to answer. Josh <laughs> don't balance nothing. He puts he, and that's good. He puts shit. his all into it, which Fun, is yeah. why he's so much freedom. stronger than both of us. Freedom, freedom. It would be weird if it would. Oh God. It would be weird if Anas was weaker than Josh and and I. But since Anas is stronger, that's why because he puts so much like and that's a good perspective because if you want to be strong. And that's what you care about. Don't focus no. on that. Yeah, don't don't get a girl. Yeah, don't date or a boy. Any, don't don't date whatever your preferences don't. or non-binary, whatever. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't date anyone. But, yeah. But if you do want to balance all that, it takes prioritization. You have to you have to manage uh, relationships at different points in time. You have to nutrition is always going to be a high priority. So you have to find a way to make it non-invasive in your schedule. So that's meal prepping. That's keeping, uh, keeping like water with you at all times. So you don't have to go and look for it. You don't have to buy anything. Keep your supplies with you. So you have no excuse. Um, so preparation is key. Um, and as far as work and relationships and, and the gym, managing your expectations is what I'm always saying is understanding that if you aren't going to put a hundred percent into something, you more than likely won't get a hundred percent back unless you're incredibly gifted in some capacity. But for me, um, it's easy because Ruth also kind of accommodates to that uh, way of living. She enjoys the similar things that I enjoy. Um, and in different capacities, uh, she has her own thing that she focuses on and I have my own thing that I focus on. So we can kind of spend our time doing that at the same time. But if you're in a relationship, Enjoy the relationship. Love the person. And if yeah. you don't want to spend time loving them, don't be with them. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Well, you, can't have like a, you can't have a relationship well, with somebody and be like, hey, be my significant other, but like, I'm not going to give you any attention. Maybe that's more than I need to say, but I feel like if you want to be with somebody, be with them. If you don't, then don't be with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well said, well said. You'll make, you'll make time for the things that you care about. Yeah. Yeah, like going off of what you just said too. Like, you know, adjust your priorities. Just know that, you know, if you don't have enough time to dedicate to your training fully, don't think that, you know, you're going to get the most out of the training that you are if you were to put all your resources your resources into it. So, you know, just know that uh, there's other responsibilities that you're going to have to adhere to. And to not get so bogged down when training doesn't go so well, you know, adjust your expectations pretty much is the big takeaway with that. Adjust your expectations and just enjoy the process. And the more you can enjoy the process and not be so hyper-focused on stuff you can't really control, you'll, you'll be more happy in the long run. 
Okay, do you want me to add anything or not really? Oh, I'm good. Who are you? Yeah. You and I do? We have something to add? Um I mean, I can. I mean, I think I... this is your this is your podcast too. Oh, okay, cool. I think it'll come down. Okay, I think it'll come down to like time management. Like, if you if you know you work forty hours a week and you you're gonna spend like ten hours a week with your significant other, and um, you have you know like how much you're gonna sleep x amount of hours a week, you know how much time you have left for training. So you're just gonna have to. Uh, kind of put everything first, like put your priority first, then see like how much time you have left after you like after you uh, allocate that time for your relationship, your work, your nutrition is like um, I don't I don't think that's a big I don't think that takes a lot of time, um, but after you kind of set that time to the side, you know you have let's say like fifteen like ten hours a week for training, and you look at your goals and look at how what's the most efficient way to kind of get to those goals? Like if you want to get stronger and you only have 10 hours a week to train, like you're probably not going to do a lot of bodybuilding stuff. You're probably going to focus more on those compound movements. Um, but yeah, I think it's just see like how much time you have left afterwards and just kind of uh, set a schedule for yourself. Okay. Next one. We're going to do those. Okay, like, okay. These are rapid fire though. Yeah. You want to do it rapid fire? No, some, or... some of them are actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, how did you learn a program? Uh, bodybuilding.com bodybuilding.com there we go but good, no, I, good. Think, <laughs> I, I think I, I learned a lot from um, online resources like I had I was I was following a lot of the like I, I followed Eric Helms Mike Zordos um, basically just follow the people who who do it better than you and, um, and kind of try to learn from everyone then kind of mold your own uh, training style programming style and okay. take take the best part of what everyone puts out and kind of just see if you can incorporate it in your, in your own, in your own programming. I was going to say like trial and error. So that too. What, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, we're all answering these. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Um, it's your podcast, Abe. It's, it's oh, a podcast. You want to answer? Yeah. You can answer it, man. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay. I don't. All right. <laughs> Is there a literature I need to read to be a better coach? Um, yeah. I think a lot of like the bio, uh, the biomechanics stuff, like if you want to learn, like if you want to be a good coach, uh, think you have to have like a good base of understanding the biomechanics, your anatomy and physiology. Mm-hmm. You should read Starting Strength by Mark Ripito. Don't read that. Oh my God, uh, next no. question. Uh, the question that Sam also asked is how do you adjust an athlete's programming when they overshoot their TPE? And then underneath, he corrected himself and put RPE. But he, I just wanted everybody to know that he, he misspelled he RPE. His, his question. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. how do you adjust uh, for me when i when an athlete overshoots it depends on what point they are in the block if they're in the middle of their block and they're overshooting um i'll generally either reassess with them hey do we start do we need to start a new block because are you okay like you you overshot did you get it though like how much did you overshoot was it a 0.5 rpe or was it like a 5 rpe yeah or 5 rpe above where we needed it to be um are they about to compete um are they in the middle of just like a development block. Cause sometimes I'll even just start the block over. Yeah. I think it depends also what lift, like if you overshot your deadlifts and you, like, you max out on your deadlifts, like you probably need to take a couple of steps back now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, is, is it, is he, does he chronically overshoot all the time? Then you're going to have to probably have to talk to him. This one's not too much about programming at that point. It's more about kind of adherence to your programming. You're going to have to yeah. talk to that person. Yeah, or did um, they miss it because it was RP because a higher RP because they had like a bad day or a bad week? You know, or, it, or, it depends on their relationship. Okay, in his in his in his case specific. Oh, it's case, happened. Oh yeah, no, let's let's. Oh, yeah, that's let's, embarrassing. Let's oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's embarrassing. In his specific case, I'm gonna put him on blast. Yeah, he, he deserves it. <laughs> so so like he had he had a bench single on on Saturday, and on like the Monday before that Saturday, we were talking about it. I was like, okay, shoot for this number. I'm like, don't go over. 345 like no matter what happens if you feel fantastic like that's like that's your cap like only do this number so saturday comes and guess what he does he listens to you exactly he did not listen to me at all he went with his like number he had planned ahead of time he wanted to hit and 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 the funny thing is like it's, it's it's pretty stupid like why he wants to hit that number like he's like basically chasing this like this like he's trying to chase progress or chase after someone where mm-hmm. it's like no like go at your own pace like you're not you shouldn't 
take just, what's there. Yeah, take what's there. And like, obviously, it wasn't there. But I mean, as far as adjustment, as far as adjustment after that, it's like you kind of put you put your coach like in a in a bad spot. Like, well, if you keep overshooting, like I'm gonna have to push you back. I'm gonna have to take maybe deload you, or maybe kind of like if you're doing singles and like there we're going up to like an RPE nine at the end of the block, and you hit your you hit you hit an RPE ten like whenever you were whenever you had like an RPE eight or an RPE seven. It's like, well, we're gonna have to restart at that point. Like, there's nowhere to go after that. Yeah. So yeah, like if you if you overshoot a number, like you're probably gonna, like you could probably gonna have to take a step back afterwards. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All boxers right. Or briefs? Yeah, boxers or briefs. Uh, boxers. Boxer briefs. Yeah. No boxer, boxer briefs. Boxer yeah. briefs. I guess. Thong. Yeah. Who, uh, who trains them? Who who has like those five those fabric boxers anymore? The ones that are like so loose and just they rip during squats. Everything is like all uh, flopping out. No. Uh, my dad. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Bring him on the podcast next week. All right, I'll invite him on. Uh, box. Uh, no, I already read that. One. Uh, goals as a coach. Uh, to make as many people strong as I can. There you go. Yeah, for me, like I want to have a full roster, like of I don't know, I don't have a specific number, but I have a I need I want a full roster of lifters. Yeah. Um, I I want to reach reach out more to the like the college college lifters too. Like I kind of want to do more. Um, coaching that's more tailored towards university, uh, like to university powerlifting clubs. Um, and I mean, honestly, like, I've been trying to learn as much as I can. Like, I want to be the best coaches that I can. Not not too much of like how like how successful I am. Like, I want to be uh, quality. Yeah, I want to be quality. Like, I want to bring in like the best. Uh, I want to have a lot of value. I want to bring in the most value for my lifters. Like I'm trying to, I want to learn about everything that can benefit them. Let's see what next question. Um, ideal Sunday, oh, ideal Sunday. Waking up at about eleven, uh, having a nice hearty breakfast, like lazy Sunday. That's ideal. Nice. Same. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll take that one too. Can what I kind of chalk am I chalking my backwards? Magnesium carbonate, gym oh, chalk, just baby powder. Stuff. Baby powder. Yes, I like that one more. Or no, 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 spider chalk, spider chalk. When they send yeah. us our blocks, yeah, absolutely. When they send us the, the blocks, yeah. um, if you didn't powerlift, what other sport would you do, or what other activities interest you? For me, soccer and chess. Oh man, y'all already know I'm a big weightlifting fanatic. So I, yeah. I've already said that before. If I didn't powerlift, I'd I'd probably weightlift. Yeah, for me, it'd be uh, sprinting or like calisthenics. Nice. My cousin does that now. Oh, which one? Safe. No, his name is Amir. Amir? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good at it, too. He's coming on the podcast next week. Yeah, we're going to bring him on the podcast. With the nice. wood. With the wood. <laughs> oh, and Sam your, asked. And, and your dad. <laughs> and your dad. He's going to come on. Bring the boxers, too. <laughs> Sam asked, how did you learn Excel? Oh, still, I'm still learning Excel. But uh, through experience, just you have to, it's with anything technological, you have to find something that you're trying to make it do. And then you you Google how to do that. And then you try to, replicate that yourself like with create I'm, I'm assuming they mean like sheets and yeah. like all that other like programming within a sheet yeah um a lot of that's going to be uh done pretty easily easily doing formatting but like i'm trying to learn uh macros right now like uh in vba coding within excel so having a project in mind that you are working towards will help you as opposed to just trying to go in and learn everything like as you can like general like just going in there and trying to figure out everything excel can do is going to be so distracting yeah because excel can do basically anything you want it to do um yeah it's just like it's just finding out like you said like what function you're trying to uh be trying to put in, in your sheet like for, for me like i was trying to like for example like I was, i'm like i'm trying to find out this person's estimated one rep max i was like well okay like how do i how do i do that like if there is no videos online, like I know Bryce Lewis had some really good videos on that. So like you can, you can refer to that. Or if it's something new, that's not like no one really that you don't, you don't, I mean, there's no, not a lot of powerlifting Excel um, content out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, like it's, it's at that point, it's like, okay, I want, I want this person. Like I want to, f- I want to have someone, uh, I want to give someone like a range for their working sets. If they have an RPE seven, a set of five, 
okay, I want them to kind of, and, and if they don't know like what numbers to pick, like how can I give them suggestions? And you kind of, you kind of have to kind of have to brainstorm and kind of like you, like you said, like kind of Google formulas and see like what can you what can you come mm-hmm. up with. Yeah, don't don't. People, I, I don't think know it just comes down why people are upset with googling stuff. Like that's how people uh, do anything in technology is by googling how to do it. Like a YouTube video is really really helpful. Just mimic what they do yeah. and then figure it out as you go. And it just Dude, come, it will come from like what you need to do. Like the need to do something, it will kind of provide you, drive you. And, yeah, drive you. Do y'all still want to keep going? There's so many questions. No, keep going. Yeah, we're almost done. Okay, rapid fire, then rapid fire. Okay. Um, Did you ever get Arby's to sponsor you? No. No. Check back next week. Yeah. I can't answer that. We're under an NDA. Can't answer that. Yeah. Uh, What are your goals for the podcast? To grow it as as large as we can without compromising uh, our morals. Uh, More fun, more guests, more quality information. Boom. They may ask a good question, but it probably it'd probably be like a long answer. So I maybe like we'll, that, yeah. yeah, maybe we'll talk about it in a different podcast. Uh, the rise in squat specialty. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to answer that. Uh, <laughs> you, you you skipped our uh, no, sponsor. It, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Neil Neil from Boba Tea Protein said he'd one hundred percent sponsor us for the that's next not, that's not uh, release. That's not a question. That's not, that's not a question. Not a question. Yeah. That's, yeah. Now it's legally binding though. Yeah, so it's okay. now, now he has to uphold his uh, promise. Yeah. If you have five cookies and a Sam takes three, and how many draft? I think I had a stroke. Sorry, I, that didn't. That I'm didn't no, make any uh, sense to me. Okay, that's Drew. I'm referring to Drew. Move on. Move on. Uh, can you talk about experiences of doing courses, mentorships, and how they've helped your training and coaching? How about your current current internship? Anas, do you have like a 10 second answer to that? Um, not 10 seconds. No, and the internship. Oh, okay. I th- I I'll think, give you 20 seconds. Okay, the internship we just started. Like we haven't haven't had a lot of experience yet. I think in a couple months I'll be able to give more feedback on that. Cool. Okay, more to come. So you guys have to like yeah, and subscribe. Tune in more. We gotta, yeah, we got that. That would be a good good topic for. Like I can talk about that for like even like a whole podcast about a whole series, yeah. a whole season. That, yeah. that could be a good topic for for like a podcast itself. Okay. All right. Tune Next in time. for uh, Anas's breakdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll keep uh, Neil didn't ask a question. JD what effect does taking a poop have on uh, training? You feel better. Have you ever had to yeah, take a uh, no. mid-workout okay. no, 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 no. poop? That's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It depends how, what kind of poop it is, but mm-hmm. uh, generally make you feel a lot better. Uh, what got you interested in coaching? I think whenever so, people were asking me for coaching like locally at the gym and like i just found enjoyment in it like coaching someone yeah. kind of seeing them improve i just like helping people yeah that's uh, it. Just helping same people. answer it's yeah. very it's very satisfying uh jd wants to know when you're gonna play as that in chess i'm assuming that's towards enough because i don't play chess yeah. what's his rating uh, yeah what's his, his rating yeah, what's his rating isn't high enough oh, yeah send his rating to enough so he'll once, consider it once once his dad gets better i'll play him there you, there go. you go jd yep um what would happen uh if Oh, that's disrespectful. Uh, proudest moments. <laughs> I'm not even going to read that one that's on the, the podcast. It's funny. It's funny. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's hilarious. What do you think is going to um, happen? What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> no, we talk about it. No, we talk you get about dropped it as an athlete. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. That's funny. Proudest moments as a coach in relation to your athletes. Um, I can't pick this one. I really can't. Proudest moment as a coach in relation to... So mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it? it doesn't have to do with us necessarily coaching you but it was the it was a unt meet where you pulled your last deadlift and it was right on the money and me and abe were going nuts we're like if you drop this like you're done like we're not talking to you over again (laughs) i remember yeah i remember that i grinded that that deadlift that was a good meet yeah Yeah. that was that was fun yeah the meeting green i think it was 2019 2018 the funny thing about that about that deadlift i wanted two and a half kilos less and and like Mm -hmm. someone picked like two and a half kilos more i was like bro like i'm gonna have to i'm I'm either gonna die or i'm gonna get this like (laughs) that's the only way to go i wanted less and they gave me more you got it though and it was yeah. you got it, it was pretty exciting like, favorite hype yeah. songs i listened to a lot of see ya see ya uh favorite hype song fr- uh f- nikes but no not nikes excuse me nights by frank ocean uh, um a lot of like atmosphere yeah all right well mine is uh i like that's to listen a hype to song? yeah i was gonna say is that is that really that's, hype that's which one super chill which one nights 
Nights by Frank Ocean. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. Brown your CD, round the clock. Everybody that's not hype at all. Oh, it gets me hype. Say, yes, that's, say, that's like, a, say that to my 2019 meet that's where a I PR'd and everything. That's a song you would <laughs> listen to, like driving back home with the, with the, okay. with the windows down, you just chilling. Look, you, you are not a sad lifter like me. I am, so I I need am a sad, sad lifter boy. too. No, but this I is need sad boy music. Uh, this is different too sad. levels of sad, yeah. Yeah, this is hella sad. Okay, Josh, what's your what's your favorite song? Oh, it's garbage, dude. I listen to like anime music and K-pop. Oh, oh nice. nice, dude. Yeah, you you don't want to know my taste in music. It's pretty bad. Yeah, my songs okay. are a lot of like sad songs, and uh, I listen to a lot of Sia. <laughs> oh, you know what else is really good? Some like '90s rap, some Busta Rhymes, where it's like in your face, and it's like you know. Uh, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Basically, yeah, that's, the, that's... the Metroflex playlist. That's your closing <laughs> time. Uh, uh, next one: uh, <laughs> training and life balance, training mindset. Uh, you know, you have to ask yourself what's more important to you. Um, in order to find a balance, like I said, you'll find you find thing you find time to make, uh, or you find time for things that you care about. So if you have difficulty trying to manage everything in your life you have to look at what you can cut out what's important and what's not important because odds are is if you can't find time for it it may not be that important to you and the thing with with balance is like if you want to be it depends like how good you want to be at this one thing like if you want to be like the best at this one thing mm-hmm. there's probably not going to be balance right? yeah everything is going to be skewed to this one thing but if you're yes. you're trying to find balance you kind of have to accept that those things are going to be average. Like those two things are going to be average, which, which is fine. Which yeah. Is totally. Fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He asked a good question about the goals for the team. Okay. You want to answer that one? Yeah. You can, well, your team. So you can answer that one. Okay. I guess for, I mean, for, for this, uh, we have the, I mean, we have this meet coming up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my goal, at least for this team, obviously is going to be, uh, for everyone to go nine for nine, and for everyone to kind of PR across the boards, basically. So we have 12 lifters. That's, was it, nine, nine, nine attempts per lifter. Like I want to get as much successful attempts out of those, like, 108 attempts. Oh, okay, I got shout this. out to all our viewers. We're over 1,000 plays. Share the podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who asked us a question on Instagram. If you're not already, follow us at ChalkMyBack. Listen to us every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week. And let us know if you want any guests on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they have to follow us in order to do that. Follow we'll us on our them. IG page. Chalk my back. If there's any topics <laughs> you want us to cover, and if there's any guests you yeah. want, want us to have, DM us. DM us. Sponsor us. Sponsor us, please. Please. Sponsor us.